This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. How you doing, people? It is January 12th, 2022. I'm Dave Florida Rubin reporting to you live from Florida, the greatest state in this once great nation. It's going to be great again. I've got a little work to do, but we're going to do it. And of course, we are on YouTube, Rumble, and Blaze TV. Do me a favor, share, subscribe, tap the notification bell, all of that stuff. I'd consider it a solid. Much appreciated. Uh, we are doing a Q&A today, an Ask Me Anything. We got dozens and dozens of questions at rubenreport.locals.com, which if you have not joined, you should so that you can play along and ask me anything. Uh, but before we get to that, I wanted to talk to you about yesterday's state of the state right here in the great state of Florida, because I mentioned on the show yesterday that Ron DeSantis, Governor Ron DeSantis, was doing his State of the State Union, uh, State of the State Address, and in many ways, it really is the country's state of the union. We all know the state of the union, right? That's when the president comes out once a year in January, tells you what he thinks about the world, his vision going forward, what they're going to do, what they want to do, who the bad guys are, all that stuff. Uh, well, frankly, I don't think Joe Biden is very good at his job, and I don't have any faith in the Democratic Party at the moment, and I don't think there's a real vision there, although maybe there is, and it's just not a vision I like. Let's put that aside for a moment. But I do think what's going on here in Florida is pretty freaking fantastic. And I know I have a bunch of questions about it in the Q&A that I'll get to in a moment. Uh, well, Ron DeSantis gave his state of the state, and I wanted to uh, show you a couple clips from it. And I will leave it up to you to decide for yourself whether you think the vision that this guy, Florida man Ron DeSantis, is putting forth is a vision of a country and a state that you would want to live in, that protects your rights, cares about you as the individual, doesn't believe that it is designed to govern over you forever, or if you think Joe Biden's better. And we'll juxtapose some DeSantis and Biden clips. You know I love the word juxtaposed. But first, I want to talk to you guys about Alto. You know, cryptocurrency may represent the future of money. It's one of the most exciting investment opportunities to come around for some time. But what about taxes? With an Alto crypto IRA, you can trade crypto like Bitcoin and avoid or defer the taxes. With Alto, you can create an account in just a few minutes. No setup charges involved. You'll experience secure trading 24-7 through Alto's integration with Coinbase. You can choose from 80-plus coins available, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Cardano. And Alto allows you multiple ways to fund your account, make a cash contribution, transfer cash from ex an existing IRA, or roll over an old 401k. Ready to take your investments to the next level? Diversify like the pros and trade without the tax headache. Open an Alto Crypto IRA with as little as 10 bucks. Just go to altoira.com slash Ruben. That's A-L-T-O-I-R-A.com slash Ruben. Start investing in cryptocurrency today. Go to altoira.com slash Ruben. And now back to me. All right, let's get right to it. DeSantis gave what I think was a pretty spectacular state of the state address. But don't take my word for it. Here's Ron. 
In Florida, we have protected the right of our citizens to earn a living, provided our businesses with the ability to prosper, fought back against unconstitutional federal mandates, and ensured our kids have the opportunity to thrive. Florida has become the escape hatch for those chafing under authoritarian, arbitrary, and seemingly never-ending mandates and restrictions. Even today, across the nation, we see students denied an education due to reckless, politically motivated school closures, workers denied employment due to heavy-handed mandates, and Americans denied freedoms due to a coercive biomedical apparatus. These unprecedented policies have been as ineffective as they have been destructive. They are grounded more in blind adherence to Faucian declarations than they are in the constitutional traditions that are the foundation of free nations. Florida is a free state. God, that's absolutely beautiful. I'm living in bizarro California. My whole life has turned around. He talks about things like the Constitution. Remember that? We used to think we used to think that the Constitution was pretty great. He talks about kids having the opportunity to thrive. He talks about the mandates and why they're bad, all that stuff. But I know I want to give the devil his due. Uh, Joe Biden must have a plan for America. So we said, okay, let's put together a little uh, compilation of some of Joe's thoughts. Because we cannot get reelect, we cannot win this re-election. Excuse me, we can only re-elect Donald Trump. You know, I've adopted the attitude of the great Negro at the time. Well, for their trust and confidence. I've got a lot of thanks to give out here. First and foremost to my perfect wife, Stephanie. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. So it was trained and then watch the hair come back up again. They'd look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I love kids jumping on my lap. So you can see there's a contrast, let's say, of styles, right? But maybe that wasn't enough to really prove the point. Here's more from Ron DeSantis. We reject the biomedical security state that curtails liberty, ruins livelihoods, and divides our society. And we will protect the rights of individuals to live their lives free from the yoke of restrictions and mandates. Florida has stood strong as the rock of freedom, and it is upon this rock that we must build Florida's future. All right, pretty good. People in Florida are going to live their lives. We're going to have this rock of freedom. Sounds good. But again, I don't want to dismiss Joe Biden out of hand. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Hey, by the way, where, are you in Oregon? And you fell off sideways. You landed on the, damn, uh, the darn cement over there. And Corn Pop was a bad dude. Number two. Number two. But look, look, here's the deal. Here's the deal. No, you haven't. You're a lying dog pony soldier. You said you were, but you're, you're... Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. We hold these truths to be self-evident. 
All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. You know the thing. All right. I don't want to be heavy-handed though, so I'm not even gonna say any more about this. You guys just take all of that and think about how you wanna go forward with your life. What type of person would you want governing someone like you? DeSantis or Cornpop? You decide. Uh, guys, before we get to the Q&A, let me talk about ExpressVPN real quick. Uh, when did we decide to stop upholding free speech as a basic right? It's been a while. What's playing out right now at big tech companies and social media sites sets a dangerous precedent. Look, it doesn't matter what your politics are or who you voted for. Everyone should have the right to express themselves freely. Sadly, the big tech monopoly has instead opted for silencing tactics and censorship. To fight back, I recommend using ExpressVPN. Ever wondered how tech giants make their money? Well, by tracking your searches, video history, and everything you click on by building a profile on you and then selling off your sensitive data. When you use the ExpressVPN app on your computer or phone, you anonymize much of your online presence by hiding your IP address. That makes your activity more difficult to trace and sell to advertisers. ExpressVPN encrypts 100% of your network data to protect you from eavesdroppers and cyber criminals. But what's best is how easy it is to use. It takes just one click to protect all your devices. That's why ExpressVPN is rated number one by Business Insider. So let's stop allowing big tech to revoke our rights to free speech. Why not revoke their right to your data instead? Secure your internet with the VPN I trust for online protection. Visit expressvpn.com slash Ruben. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S vpn.com slash Ruben to get three extra months free with my exclusive link. Go to expressvpn.com slash Ruben right now to learn more. And now back to me. All right, let's dive right into the Q&A. Thank you guys uh, for submitting so many questions. We tried to mix it up. Here we go. Darren says, what has been the biggest surprise in your move to Florida? Well, look, the easy answer is that, you know, I'm free. That's not really a surprise. I think the surprise has been just how stark the difference is between living in Florida and living in California. Like, people here are out and about. They're smiling. You see their faces. They're engaging with each other. Like, I feel like I've talked to more strangers and had more just sort of pleasant interactions with waitresses and bartenders and just people on the street, and everyone that's coming up to me is friendly. You know, usually I do depend on the kindness of strangers, and people are usually very nice to me. Uh, you know, people that know me, um, when they come up and say hi, and you know, whatever, they like the show. But, like, there's something different about the way that people are when they come up to you here. Like, there is a reason for being here. And I've gone to a couple parties that did not involve social distancing, and all of the people that I'm meeting, there are, there's such an influx of refugees, and I know there's always that worry. There's always that worry. Okay, are these people going to bring those bad voting habits? Are they going to just do all the things that they did in those other states, in those blue states? But I really sense that people get what they're fleeing. Like, the difference right now between Florida and California, the difference right now between Texas and New York, these things are so, the gap is so wide that people get it. So your question is about the biggest surprise. It's like, even though I knew it was going to be different, I cannot believe how different it is. I, I genuinely feel like I'm living in a different country. And maybe that's just how it was supposed to be. And that means that the whole experiment 
is working so that we can have a state of the state by a guy like Ron DeSantis. And I know that the machine here is set up to free us, to keep us free. And it just ain't that way in California. So the surprise has just been, really, it's just been, every day here has been wonderful so far, really. It's just been great. Uh, Craig says, do you think that Ron DeSantis serves the country better as the governor of Florida or as a presidential candidate in 2022? If not DeSantis in 2024, who would you support? So everyone's asking this question. Uh, you know, I mentioned that I had this dinner with DeSantis a couple nights ago and it was off the record and there was some conversation around that, which he didn't really comment on. And if he did, I wouldn't be able to say it anyway. Um, my personal preference at the moment would be that he stays the governor of Florida. Like, the state that you live in is just going to be more important in some ways than the federal government going forward. Yes, the federal government can declare war across the world. The federal government is supposed to protect the borders. The federal government has a couple other things it's supposed to do. We have these bloated budgets and ridiculous uh, departments, you know, Department of Education, et cetera, et cetera. But it's very obvious that the state you live in is more important right now. So I would love to see, you know, DeSantis is just still in the midst of his first term. I would love to see him stay here, keep strengthening that bedrock of freedom that he was talking about earlier, right? Like, keep making sure this thing is set up right so that the other states that care about freedom can model it for themselves. I think he's also showing people that you can relentlessly and mercilessly stand up against mainstream media because the hit pieces on this guy are just nuts. Like, they're pulling the Trump stuff with him, and he's either ignoring it or punching back even harder, which is great. So I, my preference at the moment would be that he keeps Florida, Florida, and then we figure out what to do in 2024. As far as who they should choose, if not DeSantis, well, look, let's sort of put Trump aside for a moment. He either will run or he won't, and if he does, he's going to be the candidate. So that's just like one piece of this thing. But I would say that, first off, I honestly, I still do not believe that Joe Biden, a.k.a. Corn Pop, uh, is going to make it all the way to 2024. His cognitive functions just ain't right. Everyone knows this thing is not working. His approval rating is tanking. Like, the thing is not working. If you think Joe Biden right now, only one year into this disaster, like, if you think he's not great now, how do you think he's going to be in three years from now and then having to, com having to campaign and everything else? So then the, qu the obvious question is, well, then do they run Kamala? Nobody really likes her. Like, what do they do? Now people are talking about Hillary again, but I know you're asking me about the Republicans. My point is that I think they're going to be so damaged at that point that the Republicans will have a lot of opportunities. So I don't know exactly who it is. Like, I could go for a guy like Tim Scott, let's say. Uh, you know, there's obviously Nikki Haley. Like, there's a, there is a crop of people, right? Like, there is a crop of people. Ted Cruz, Rand Paul, I mean, he'd be too libertarian for sort of mainstream. But, like, there is some version of something that can work. Uh, I just want to see the states flourish at the moment. So that, that would be my preference, but I, don't, I, don't, I honestly don't have any insight into his real thinking on it, DeSantis, that is. Uh, Joe says, who would you like to have as a guest but haven't had on the show yet? You know, 
people ask me this a lot. I always say that Bill Maher is sort of the, the main one at the moment because I do want to discuss sort of what happens at the end of liberalism and that he gets it on the free speech stuff, as you know. He gets it on wokeness and critical race theory. But at the end, if you're going to still tell people to vote for Democrats and you still believe that high taxes are good and you still believe in the welfare state and all that, it's like, what do you really believe? So I do want to discuss that with him. I've been somewhat critical of Bill, but I do like him. I think that... Uh, I think that he could really help usher in what would be this new wide tent on the right, and I would love to talk to him about that. Obviously, I want to have Ron DeSantis on. We're going to do that one for sure, no doubt. Um, I'd really love to have George Lucas. You know, uh, I don't talk about Star Wars that much. It's really been all banged up. I didn't think Boba Fett was that great. I didn't love Mandalorian and everything else, but I would just love to talk to this guy who created such a world that so captured my imagination and captured the imagination of several generations of people, and I would love to talk to him about what it was like to fight when he was like an indie filmmaker, sort of making Star Wars, fighting the system, then ultimately selling the franchise to the corporation, and then watching the corporation Disney, and then watching the corporation sort of destroy his art, and what that struggle is like. There's just a ton to talk about there. So how about that? Bill Maher, Ron DeSantis, George Lucas. Oh, and then I'll do one on the tech side. Of course, Elon Musk, who you know, basically, if if we're going to continue on Earth. Like, this guy's got the right ideas. And meanwhile, Elizabeth Warren is always trying to attack the guy. And it's like, has she ever produced anything other than uh, pretending to be a fake Indian so she could get a job? So Elon Musk would be a good one, too. Uh, Emily says, how do you feel about the government limiting, limiting monoclonal antibodies and the media downplaying their effectiveness? I'm in Georgia, and it's almost impossible to figure out where to get it. I think they have blood on their hands for limiting people's ability to get this potentially life-saving medicine. So I, on the latter part of that, I completely agree. The fact that the media and state governments have been so heavy-handed in not telling you other ways to uh, take care of yourself rather than the vaccine, or in addition to the vaccine, the fact that when Joe uh, Rogan took ivermectin, the media went crazy for a week saying he was taking horse paste. And it's like, yeah, there is a version of ivermectin that's for horses. There's also a, a version that's been prescribed to humans for decades, I think, at this point. I took ivermectin. It was three pills. I took them for three days, I think. And, and I felt better. I also got monoclonal treatment here in Florida, which was extremely easy to get. And I was basically better in three or four days. I had some leg aches, some headache, whatever. Um, but in Florida, uh, sorry, in California, for example, you have to come to them with a positive COVID test to then get on a line to maybe get monoclonal treatment. It sounds like they're doing something like that in Georgia. It's actually, you know, on one hand, it feels, it's like crazy. Like, how does this make any sense? On the other hand, it really does make sense. The government's especially in these blue states and the CDC and the NIH and everything, they want to control every bit of your life. They want you to get vaccinated. I'm not even convinced at this point that they want you to get vaccinated because it's going to keep you healthy, right? We know that the vaccines really aren't working as promised, but they want, they're sort of testing. Can we just get people to do whatever we want? when we want them to do it? And can we get them not to use their own logic and reason? And can we get doctors to not abide by their Hippocratic Oath? Can we do, can we push these people so far? And then guess what? In a year from now, they'll push us again. And then they'll say, ah, there's the climate. We've got to worry for climate change. We better lock you down again. Don't drive your car. So th these people are criminals. As I said yesterday, I'm not one for throwing people in the gulag. That's what they, they do. But what are we going to do with these people who have lied about everything, 
who have made crazy profits, the, the drug companies, pharmaceutical companies, the politicians who have just absolutely shredded the Constitution, everything else, what are we going to do? I don't know exactly what we're going to do, but I would say relative to COVID, you should have access to whatever medications you and your doctor think are going to work for you, and then you should take into account as much information as possible and figure out what's right for you. And if you don't live in a state that will let you do that, there are some other states out there. Uh, Giannis says, will you do any meetups in Miami? I would love to meet you and hang out with members of this community. Yes, absolutely, for sure. You know, we've been here for a couple weeks now. We're finally closing on the house this week. Then we'll get into the temporary studio next week, and I'll be back at 11 a.m. our new time, 11 a.m. Eastern, live going forward starting next week. Uh, and then we're going to build out our full studio. Uh, so we'll have a temporary studio in the house, then the full studio. Uh, I mention all that because I just haven't had a moment. We're, we're in Boca right now shooting at Newsmax. Uh, there's been a million things. You know, we got COVID. So I wanted to get here and just do a hangout immediately. We were just going to, you know, do a Ruben Report uh, locals community hangout somewhere in Miami. It's just been kind of nutty since we've been here. So I got to get settled in the house for a week or two. Uh, and then I think we'll try to do a locals meetup. And then I want to just do like a big Miami event. And then of course my next book, Don't Burn This Country, comes out in April. And I'm only going to tour in venues and in states that do not have mask mandates and uh, don't force you to show uh, a vaccine ID. So if that keeps me only in Florida and Tennessee and Texas, then so be it. I was talking to my guys. Maybe we can figure out a way to do like, uh, well, they're going to be pissed that I'm saying this out loud, but like seriously discounted tickets for people that come out of state because it's going to cost you to come into the state to come to the show, but we'll, we'll figure it all out. Uh, Landon says, any updates coming to Locals and Rumble in the near future? Yeah, there's a lot going on. So as you guys know, uh, Locals and Rumble have merged. So Locals is the official subscription partner of Rumble. Rumble, which is not just a YouTube competitor, but really an Amazon AWS, the underbelly of the internet competitor. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff cooking. I don't know what they would want me to say exactly, so I can't say much. But I will tell you this. We genuinely are doing it. We are building the parallel ecosystem, right? Big tech is not going to fix itself, and the government ain't going to fix big tech. And I don't even know that it's the government's job to do it. So what did we all decide, all of the people that I've been working with on this? You know, first by creating locals, then talking to the Rumble guys, why we decided to come together. We did it because we believe that you can just build a better product. Build a better product, and if you build it, they will come. Somebody said that once in a movie. And uh, so we're, we're working on an entirely parallel ecosystem. So ultimately, you will not be reliant on YouTube, on Google, on Facebook, on Meta, and all of the other such nonsense. So I hope to have a little bit more on that for you guys soon. Uh, Mary says, Dave, at the rate their vaccine narrative is falling apart these days, how long until you see it turning our way? We will be on the right side of history. Truth always prevails. So I do believe that truth always prevails. I really do. I believe that truth is so fundamental to the human experience that we, we yearn for truth. We get lost in the bullshit, but we yearn for truth that the, the liars and the, the con men and the people who want to control you, they can't control us for that long. That's the human story, right? Like the, the individual will always triumph, but it can be freaking messy along the way. Uh, your question really, like how much longer till the narrative completely collapses? I mean, this is like, this is a tough one because it's like more and more people are waking up. There's no doubt. And you can see the machine morph 
right in front of us, right? Suddenly things that everyone, that we were all saying two years ago about, you know, mandates seem, you know, like maybe that's not really constitutional or wait a minute, these masks don't work and how does it make sense that when you walk into a restaurant you have to wear a mask but when you sit you don't like all of the nonsense that they've pushed on us you can now see some of it reaching mainstream so suddenly they'll say things like that on cnn and that's how sort of evil the machine is they'll call us a bunch of racist backwards you know conspiracy theorists when we said the right stuff two years ago and then they start saying it now as if they've been saying it all along and the reason they do that is because they're seeing the the narrative shift i think what really caused the narrative to shift more than anything else is that over Christmas and really into the beginning of the year and a little bit right now where Omicron was really running rampant and I knew easily 20 people if not more who had it all at the same time some were back some weren't but everyone basically had the same results everyone survived some people were a little sicker some people weren't as sick whatever it is some people were sick and didn't even get tested right some people tested and they weren't that sick all of the stuff I think what happened is it forced people in their own mind, when you see what happens right in front of you, you go, oh, I got, I got four friends. Two of them are vaxxed, two of them aren't vaxxed. They're all roughly the same age, and everybody survived. And then you start thinking, you go, well, then wait a minute. Why did everyone have to get the vaccine? Why did governments force companies to fire people? Why are we getting rid of nurses who don't want to do it? If at the end of the day, if you get the vaccine, you're still going to transmit it. Don't boot me, YouTube. You're still going to catch it. Don't boot me, YouTube, et cetera, et cetera. So I think truth and reality is f like forging a way through. And we just got to keep pushing because the machine, the machine is always one step ahead for some reason. Uh, Shannon says, would you ever come to Phoenix, Arizona to do a meet and greet of any kind? I still have hope that my home state hasn't gone blue the way they say it has, even with all of the Californians moving here. If not, I'm happy to make a special trip to Florida. Anyway, I truly couldn't be happier for you and David with your big move. Can't wait to see the new studio and what this year brings for you. Well, thank you for the kind words. I'd love to get to Arizona, uh, Phoenix in particular. I did a, a stop in Phoenix with, uh, with Jordan a couple of years ago. I did a stand-up in, in Tempe. Um, I, I don't mind that dry heat, but I would love to see, see you make the move over to here, over here in Florida. I sense Arizona is going to be okay. You know, they had a lot of stuff around the election that people weren't happy with. I think that's energized a certain amount of the base. Uh, obviously, Blake Masters, who's my buddy, is running for senator in Arizona. I think he's getting some nice momentum. I was actually at a fundraiser that he did here in Miami a week or two ago. And, the, and he's good and he's honest and he's decent and he doesn't even really want to be a politician, which is exactly why he should be a politician in a way. So I, I have hope for Arizona. I don't know the specifics of like what's going on in Phoenix Exactly, but I think I think Arizona actually is going to be okay. Uh, TK says, "How many alligators have you seen so far?" None in person, believe it or not. So I'm doing the uh, the Miami area thing, and we're up in Boca right now. Uh, I know more alligator places on the southwest side of Florida, which I haven't made it to yet. I do love the southwest area. Oh, and I may do an event in southwest Florida in February. We're working on, we're working on something there uh, relative to the previous question. So I haven't seen any alligators yet, but I like alligators. As you may remember, I had two huge alligator uh, pictures. Uh, they were like six foot uh, photographs of alligators in my old studio, which now have even a deeper Meaning to me, I've always enjoyed the reptile. I've seen a lot of iguanas. We've seen some huge iguanas. How, how big was that iguana we saw the other day? I would say three feet. We saw a three-foot iguana 
on a dock the other day. That's pretty good. That's sort of like a mini alligator. Uh, but I do look forward to seeing and feeding some alligators. Actually, there was a mini golf place uh, that I used to go to with my folks down in Southwest Florida where they have alligators just in a moat in the middle of the mini golf thing, and you can feed them. You put like some food on a little, almost like a makeshift uh, fishing pole kind of, and you feed the alligators pretty great. Okay. Uh, Storm says, will you work with people who enforce vaccine mandates? Uh, no. To the best of my ability, the answer to that is no. I mentioned before, I'm not going to tour in places where there are mask mandates or vaccine mandates. I just simply will not do it. I don't care how much money it costs me. I know the publisher's not going to be happy with me. I'm just not doing it. I'm just, I can't write a book about freedom and about these things and then say, oh, but I will perform at places where they're going to force you to do it because I... Uh, like, I just can't do it. I can't do it. So will I work with people who enforce ma vaccine mandates? My goal would be no. And look, I own and operate and control my whole business. I am my boss. Um, so, you know, there could be some other... I don't know every vendor we work with. So that, that's the best way to say it. Like, I don't know every single vendor we work with. I don't know every single uh, company exactly that we work with at every single policy. But I promise you that I will do my best not to work with companies that force things and, and you know that force these things on their workers um and of course you know this can be very very tricky you know we have a lot of operations here like there's the show there's the production company there's the book there's touring like all of these things uh, but this is what the parallel economy is all about so to bring it back to that question about locals and rumble it's like those of us that believe in freedom we need to start exercising that freedom we need to say it's not just that there's a problem and woe is me, there's a problem. we got to damn well do something about it and, and build better things, whether that means we have to build our own airlines and build our own new tech and have build new restaurants and everything else. It's like, what do you have better to do than save the world? I have nothing better to do. Uh, Amy says, have you discovered any new favorite things in Florida that you could not get in California other than freedom? And if so, what are they? man, has there discovered any new things that I couldn't get? Well, I couldn't get ivermectin in Florida, and I couldn't get a monoclonal treatment in Florida, which I had both of those, um, but you want something more fun than that. Um, let's see. Well, this is very exciting. I got. I went into a store. I'm in Boca right now by the hotel. I see this great clothing store, and I was like, you know, I want to get some new fresh clothes for the show, a couple jackets, a couple shirts, et cetera, et cetera. I go into the store, start chatting with the owner. It's like a local mom-and-pop-type mom operation. Uh, Tony, who might be watching this. I know your wife's watching it. I start chatting with Tony. Turns out that his wife is a big fan. Uh, I think maybe I'm going to speak at a, at a local uh, group that she has here. Um, but just going into a store and chatting with someone and not wearing a mask. And I was like, I want to spend freaking money here. And I bought a lot of stuff. You're going to see a lot of new jackets. I'm wearing shoes for the first time in a long time. I usually wear boots. Um, and, and I'm happy to do it. I was like, yes, this is what it's all about. A good man who wants to own a store and, and you know, sell great products. And I, I, I wanted to spend money there. I really did. So that's what it's all about. That really is what it's all about. We've gone out to dinner. People just start talking to you. We've sat at the bar. People talking to you. So I guess that's all couched in freedom, but it's just, it's just been great. It's just been great. I've died and gone to Florida. Uh, Rebecca says, what's your litmus test for good conservative candidates? If you have two questions to ask them to get to their core, what would those be? Um, you know, I try not to do the litmus test thing so specifically. I, I like a little bit more of just sort of a holistic, like you can get a sense 
of what people believe if you let them talk enough, which is usually why I enjoy interviewing people the way that I do. I feel like if you if you give people some rope, uh, you know, either they're going to do something good with it or they'll slowly hang themselves. So I try not to do so specifically, like, here are these two things that you have to believe. Look, individual rights is, is the number one thing. It's, it is the bedrock idea of Western society, that individuals have God-given rights. You are born free as a human being. The government did not make you free. Joe Biden did not make you free. It is an innate human right that you will have the, as we've written in our good documents, the, the potential for the pursuit of happiness because you have God-given rights and the government protects those rights, did not give them. So you have to believe in individual rights, I would say, is number one. And then for a good conservative candidate, well, I would say this, because I think this is the big issue right now, which is you, I think you have to really think through when government power should be used. I think one of the reasons that conservatives fail is that conservatives generally, because they so believe in individual rights, because they believe actually in choice, not because they just say they believe in choice, which is what the lefties do, um, because they don't want the government to do that much, I think conservatives often are like, ah, let's just, the government shouldn't do anything because we're conservatives and we believe in small government and the government should do anything. That's more of sort of a libertarian approach, and that's why I don't consider myself a libertarian, a pure libertarian. Um, I like libertarian ideas, obviously, and I like, you know, like the intellectual exercise of how much we could do with no government and all of that stuff. But I think one of the things that conservatives have to grapple with right now is what are we going to do in the face of wokeness and critical race theory as they infect our schools? And what are we going to do as people move from blue states to red states, potentially the people with bad ideas. Should you have to take some sort of a test to move into a new state? I mean, I think we have to honestly think about some pretty complex stuff related to when government has a right to use power. Because otherwise you're not a conservative. Because if a conservative is trying to conserve something, conserve freedom in essence, conserve liberty, conserve family, and, and our ability to pass on that incredible tradition of freedom from generation to generation. So you have to honestly think about that stuff. And I think conservatives often get lost in that. And uh, we probably all have to do a little bit of a better job. Uh, Sherry says, are you nervous at all about the hurricane season in Florida? Um, honestly, no, not really. Uh, I'm not living right on Miami Beach, which obviously you know gets, gets hit pretty hard once a year or so. Uh, but you do get the big hurricanes here every now and again. But look, I lived in California in Los Angeles where fire would just rain down from the sky once or twice a year. Uh, you may all remember when we had those crazy wildfires in Florida about two and a half years ago, where there were those pictures of just cars driving down the 405 and just, I mean, it looked like complete, you know, just absolute chaos of just fire everywhere and people put scary music to it and, and all that stuff. It looked like Mustafar, which was the, uh, the lava planet in Star Wars. Um, that was right by my house, by the way. One of the fires, they called it the Skirball Fire. It was about a mile away from my house. So, you, you know, things happen. Things happen. Um, you, do, you do the best you can. Uh, we had the inspectors come to the house, and, you know, we're, the house is pretty solid. Um, we're going to make a, a few changes related to hurricane windows and that kind of thing. Um, but I'm not, I'm not that worried. If, if there's a massive hurricane coming, uh, you know, maybe we go up north for a little bit, but uh, Florida's been here for a long time. It's going to be all right. 
Uh, Ethan says, with the left going down this path of lunacy more and more each day, do you find it harder to keep the title of classical liberal, or do you feel as if you should start going by a new title, just like how you abandoned loony California for sane Florida? You know, I talk about this a bit. Look, I wrote a book defending the ideas of classical liberalism. I think in a sane world, I would still consider myself a liberal by that definition. The word liberal has been destroyed. There are very few actual liberals left, certainly that consider themselves Democrats or part of the left. The left has become monolithic and authoritarian. Show me a Democrat politician who doesn't want to control every part of your life, who has policies that make sense that allow you to decide things over your your life. I mean, give me a Democrat. Really think, like, is that what Nancy Pelosi wants or AOC or Chuck Schumer or Joe Biden? Think of any Democrat right now. When is the last time you heard a Democrat give a speech and talk about freedom or choice or any of those things that Ron DeSantis talked about at the top of the show today? They don't talk about those things. They talk about how we can do stuff for you, right? If you just allow us or allow, that's kind of a funny word. If we just take enough of your money, we can figure out what to do with it so you'll all live a better life. By the way, we're going to get real rich in the midst of that, and we're going to live a whole other life that you're not going to be allowed to live because we're not going to do shit with masks, and we're going to vacation wherever the hell we want. But you, you peons shouldn't do that. So the Democratic Party has been destroyed. This is not the Democratic Party of John F. Kennedy Jr., um, right? Like, it's just not that anymore. So... Um, to say I'm a liberal, it's like it doesn't really make sense anymore. Um, I would say I'm a bit on the liberal side of a new conservative movement. I like that. I also like, you know, there was, I think for many years, a lot of young people particular, particularly didn't like the phrase conservative. It sounds old and stodgy. And I think there was an association with like, you know, people smoking a cigar and like stuffy rooms talking about, you know, the Dow Jones and money and war and all sorts of stuff. And it's like that probably was true at some level or, you know, like it was just sort of a cliche or a meme or something. But now, first off, when I'm around conservatives, conservatives are nicer. Conservatives are happier. Conservatives agree to disagree. Conservatives are more generous of time and spirit. Um, and I, so I like calling myself a conservative at this point. I really do. Um, it's, it's been an odd shift for me. And that isn't to say that I don't believe any of the things that I laid out in the first book, because I still do believe those things. But those things have been abandoned by the liberals. And I can't, I can't disconnect liberals from liberalism. There's a problem there. By the way, that's something that I would love to discuss with Bill Maher. Uh, all right, Bill says, is AOC related to the Spanish conquistador Cortez? Reparations, anyone? I don't know, but I would say yes. AOC owes us all reparations. That, that absolute infuriating vaccine mandate hoe, I can't stand her. She's just terrible. And it's not because I want to have sex with her, and it's not because I care about her boyfriend's feet. It's because she's a horrible human being. These are bad people. I'm sorry. It just is what it is, right? Like, I, you guys know I'll be sarcastic on this show. I'll, I'll be jokey and silly and all that stuff. But what, what is there left to say about someone like AOC who does not vote in the House anymore personally because of COVID, right? She actually signed a document so that someone else votes for her because COVID is so scary. Yet she will go down to Miami 
that is free while demonizing Ron DeSantis for the last two years. She'll go down to Miami, go to a drag queen bar, have all the gays, oh my God, it's AOC, I can't believe it. They're all living in a, fr oh my God, it's AOC. And she's hanging out with these people and she's laughing and she's day drinking and everything else. They don't believe their own bullshit. So AOC, you're just a bad person. I, I, it's like, that's an odd way to talk about politics, but that's what she is. That's what she is. Eric Swalwell, vacationing down here. You're a bad person. Whitmer, vacationing down here. You're a bad person. These, these people, I want, them, I want nothing to do with them. And that's why I live in the free state of Florida. That's all for our Q&A today. Uh, I've got a quick interview about a 15-minute hit with uh, Senator Rand Paul coming out a little bit later. Is it a little bit later today? It'll be out. It's out right now. You can find it on YouTube and on Rumble. And, of course, you can play along at rubenreport.locals.com. Uh, we've got two more days here at the Newsmax studios in Boca Raton. Uh, and then, assuming everything goes well, move into the house in the next day or two. Uh, we build out the temporary studio over the weekend. And we are live at our new time, 11 a.m. Eastern, starting on Monday I'm psyched. I'm ready. I'm, I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to be back. I thank you guys for all the kind words that you've been sending along. Have a great day, everybody. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. And don't forget, you can watch my direct messages live on Blaze TV and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And of course, if you want to connect with me personally and get early access to my sit-down interviews, join rubenreport.locals.com.